0: You're now listening to a Binge for Brain Podcast, a show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending binge eating, overeating, and emotional eating through the inside-out understanding of your habits. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started! Hello, 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 welcome back to another podcast episode and welcome back to me as well because I'm back from my holidays in Crete. Uh, For those of you who are not so familiar with European geography, Crete is one of the islands that belongs to Greece. But about my holidays in Greece, I'm going to tell you way more in the next podcast episode. Today I would like to mention only one highlight of our trip and it is that I proposed to my boyfriend and he said yes. And this event kind of inspired today's podcast episode because, you know, I I thought about it um, a lot, about um, proposal, patriarchy and so on, because in my opinion, proposal and marriage are deeply rooted in patriarchy. And I wasn't sure if I want to contribute to perpetuating potentially harmful ideas. You know, the criticism of marriage is valid. Even something simple and and seemingly innocent, like taking the surname of your husband, is a result of patriarchy. And it's a good example that we are living in a male-dominated society. But after thinking about it more, I think that I believe that it's possible to create a formal partnership that rejects all traditional makeup of marriage You can be a feminist and you can still choose to propose or marry. My wish for my relationship is to create a partnership where the traditional gender roles are a bit more flexible. I want to contribute to creating a more egalitarian society and I think that it can start with little things as challenging the notion that that it's the man that chooses who when and how to propose to so that's why i decided to propose and as a person who was socialized who is socialized as a woman uh, who was conditioned by the society to, to just sit and wait for my partner to propose to me i decided to challenge gender roles in this patriarchal system that we are living in and it turned out so great Uh, I've made my boyfriend very happy. We had the best time in Greece. And just to be clear, (laughs) we were on the same page about the proposal and possibly eventual marriage. You know, we had so many casual conversations about that. I knew that he was looking for a ring for me, but I also know how indecisive he is. (laughs) So I just decided to do it myself on our fifth anniversary. So my boyfriend was um, very excited. Uh, he was surprised but it's not like he was shocked so he was surprised and excited but he wasn't shocked or pressured to say yes (laughs) I just want to um, tell you that (laughs) why I'm even telling you all this all this story Well, because I believe that it's related to the topic of today's podcast episode and this event inspired today's podcast episode. And the topic of today's podcast is the intersection between eating disorders and the patriarchy. Because patriarchy, in my opinion, is one of the indirect factors that contributes to development of eating disorders, including binge eating. You probably noticed that the diet culture wants to police Uh, women's bodies. It sneakily forces us to kind of center our lives around our diet, our physical experience. So I believe that societal norms, what society thinks, what kind of ideas society perpetuates, it has a huge role in shaping eating disorders. I know that many of you believe that there is something wrong with your biology. You blame yourself for your food addiction. Maybe you believe that you lack self-control, that maybe you are greedy. But I believe that many thoughts that create eating disorders, uh, they were uh, influenced by the society. So I believe that many eating disorders actually started with dieting. We've been exposed to Western ideas of how female bodies should look like and that generates body dissatisfaction. And when you're dissatisfied with your body, you may engage in dieting behaviors and dieting behaviors elevate your risk of eating disorder development. So Psychological and sociocultural factors have huge influence on our mental health. Just think about it. Think how media and society shaped your thoughts and beliefs. Like, what have you learned about, for example, indulging or abstaining from food? Probably that deprivation is a virtue and pleasure is sinful. Uh, What have you learned about your appetite? Many times in the movies, they portray women in the restaurant and they usually just order salads. So you may feel guilty for having normal appetite. Has it been suggested to you that you should be measuring your worth by assessing how your external appearance looks like? Do you believe that women are less capable of running social, political or economical life of the country? Uh, What are your thoughts about males who display more feminine behaviors? Uh, What does it mean for you to take up a space as a woman? Do you feel pressured to find a partner because you are afraid to be looked, looked down upon if you are single? So those are just a couple of questions that can show you how, how many of your thoughts were conditioned to you. We need to start paying attention to our own internalized misogyny and stop letting the systems that were wired into our brains, we have to stop letting those systems control us. Is it time to uncover that the, all of those, those conditioned beliefs that we carry with, with us at all times. As Naomi Wolf states in her book, The Beauty Myth, A culture fixated on female thinness is not an obsession about female beauty, but an obsession about female obedience. Dieting is the most potent political sedative in women's history. A quietly mad population is a tractable one. As I said before, diet culture contributes to development of eating disorders, and diet culture is the patriarchy. It's just another way men are trying to control women's bodies just notice that all popular diets were created and popularized by men there are people who benefit from you being filled with self-hatred self-hatred generates sales For majority of us, it's impossible to achieve this ideal of beauty that is portrayed in so many of women's magazines, movies, social media, and TV ads. But we've been sold a lie that it's attainable, that we can do this. But actually, we cannot, (laughs) even because of our genetics. So we keep chasing, we keep buying supplements, we keep investing in cosmetic surgeries, buy diet programs, and so on. We, we keep chasing that lie. Remember, chronic dieting is a distraction from the world around us. Diet culture distracts women like you and me from caring about the real, uh, real problems in the world, real injustices. And um, the diet culture will ensure that we are just preoccupied with our body insecurities. Think about. Think about it how much mental space you would have if you wouldn't think about dieting. If you wouldn't spend so much time uh, trying to shrink your body, you would release you would have so much brain power to put it into something more important. So what can we do to save ourselves and save the next generation of women? So that they don't have to go through the same issues that we were going through. Well, first of all, we need to reevaluate how we look at health and wellness. We need to stop being so obsessed uh, about this perfect body that we're trying to get. We need to remember that our worth is not connected to our size. Sure. Your body weight can fluctuate, but your worth isn't. Your level of fitness may change, but your worth stays the same. And of course, we have to stop trying to mold ourselves just to fit into somebody else's definition of beauty or femininity. So please ask yourself, what kind of Western patriarchal values did you assimilate to your own belief system? Are those beliefs really yours or were they conditioned by the society? Believe me, so many women find true empowerment through feminism. Standing up to the patriarchy, sexism, racism, homophobia, classicism, injustice, and even colonialism and diet culture are really, really important. Because our problems with food, eating disorders, body image issues are products of patriarchal socialization. So understanding all the conditioned thoughts can help you tremendously in improving your relationship with food and yourself. Undoing the patriarchy is the part of eating disorder recovery. So please don't skip this part. Let's start the conversation how we can do that together. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode and see you in the next one. Bye! If you enjoyed today's podcast episode and you would like to stay in touch with me, make sure to follow BingeProBrain on Instagram. And if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned, then go ahead and submit your coaching application for my Binge for Brain coaching program. Thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day. Bye!